Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. Don't run. The Flash starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Happy have to bring some Christmas cheer since this episode has me uh, all depressed. Up. So depressed. I am mad and for once it doesn't have anything to do with Wally. Um, let's just get right into it. What's up guys? My name is Drew Jones. You can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ okay and I'm going to throw it over to my homegirl Chauncey. Hey y'all, this is Chauncey K. Robinson and you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR. What? I know. <laughs> Just, uh, oh it my god. It started goodness. so happy, too. It started great. It starts with Cisco and Ralph, our two resident comedians, or not Ralph, Cisco and uh, Wells. Yeah. Decorating the tree, another comedian, arguing about. And the, that was the cutest thing ever. The tinsel ratio. Yeah, it was like, you know, I wouldn't, you know, the Grinch, I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. I've heard that one before. It was so geeky and yeah. fun. And then Ralph like, came in. And just from there, everything just went down. <laughs> just ridiculous. So then. Ralphie walks in, makes comment about his grandma <laughs> and getting that inheritance. Um, and Kaylin pops in, and we find out that they have been hanging out with Killer Frost. Yeah, it seems like there's been some. Well, you know, one of the things with Caitlyn is what she was saying that she doesn't. Rem- she like it's like Hulk. She's like the Hulk Killer yeah. Frost. She doesn't remember what goes on when. Um, when she's Killer Frost. So I guess they've been having, like, secret hangouts. Yeah. And, like, Killer Frost has been hanging out with them even when she's not fighting bad guys or something. Does anyone else want to know what the baking soda inside joke is? I want to know what <laughs> the baking soda thing is. I feel like Killer Frost is, like, you know how people are, like, oh, like, um, I have a friend named Philip, and he says that when he's drunk, he's just Phil. Yeah. Because it's, like, his alternate personality. Alter I feel ego. like... Killer Frost is like Caitlyn's like drunk Caitlyn. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, see, it goes back and forth. And I don't know if the writers are gearing towards this idea of meshing them eventually because yeah. there is times when she does say that she sort of remembers, but she can't do anything or yeah. something, or she sort of remembers, and the other time she doesn't remember anything. So it's kind of like, when does that mean when Killer Frost is in control, does she block Caitlyn from paying, from knowing? Yeah. You know, um, 
It's weird. It is. It's very weird. Um, so, obviously, Ralphie makes comment that they like hanging out with Killer Frost more than they like Caitlyn. And, obviously, everyone's like, dude, why'd you say that? That was so stupid. Yeah, he just would not let up. It was just like, yeah, you know, you're cool, Snow Cone. That was his yeah. name for her. And it was just like, but we like Frostbite. And yeah. it was like, okay. Ralphie just needs to learn to, like, shut up sometimes. But, you know, it's Ralphie. So we hop over to Iris and Barry. And from the get-go, we get some Olicity Shade. Which I... <laughs> I was so one, I was wondering, because I'm just like, if that was my wedding, I'd feel some type of way... Yeah, we didn't get to talk about this, the, the our last one, where yeah. basically, you know, the double wedding, which was really not a double wedding. It was more like there was one main wedding and someone jumped in at the very last moment, Elicity. And mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a whole thing online where people were saying that, oh, you know, Iris and Barry were completely fine with it. They're friends, girl power. Iris and Felicity are friends, so it doesn't matter. And tonight we saw, as we saw the happy couple of West Allen kind of opening up all their Gifts. And by the way, Elicity got them um, an espresso machine, and Which it was kind of like, wasn't on the registry, <laughs> right? And um, you know, Iris threw shade. She was like, "Yeah, that wasn't on the registry, and neither was you know, I guess getting married at my wedding." So, and it was like shade. I was Ooh. like, "Yes, I was waiting for that because I felt like that solidified what a lot of us thought, which was okay. That wasn't cool, was it? Yeah. So it was cool that the Flash Riders being back at the helm passed the crossover." We're kind of like, yeah, no, that yeah, wasn't. Iris and Barry weren't cool with that. No, we didn't like that. So we see um, that they've opened all their gifts, and they have one more gift that they, there's no cards. So instantly, I'm like, this is fishy. Yeah. Um, our, and so they open it, we see it's a knife set with only one knife. And I'm like, all right, something can Like, what is that from? What is that from? But okay. Um because we ignore it because they have a cute little moment and he says, yeah. I love you, Iris was the Alan. Yeah, there was, and also the other moment was when he just started cleaning up regularly and she oh, was yeah, saying, yeah. she said, you know, what are you doing? You're not just going to speed up. I'm sure Iris is like, could you like speed up? So <laughs> like we can just clean up. And he was like, you know, at one time when I first got my powers, I would always use, you know, super speed. And we saw that like in the first couple of seasons, mm-hmm. he would, you know, always be using super speed for whatever. And he was like, you know, I felt at peace. You know, that's when I used it, but I didn't need to do that. I don't need to do that now because I feel at peace. He's like, I don't need to run when I'm with you. Ugh. And I was just like, Melt. thank you. Which, another sign that the writers are about to wreck us and Exactly. Us. I mean, when we, I mean, I felt like as soon as we got that moment, I'm like, okay, everything is going to go yeah, to crap right now. Yeah, everything's about to crumble. Prepare yourself. So, of course, we go over to DeVoe, his shady self. He keeps talking about today is the day. Today is the birthday. And we're like, what are you talking about? And I know there was a lot of speculation and people were throwing around that maybe... Um, because of his body deteriorating, that maybe he's going to take over Barry's body. So honestly, I kind of, when he started saying that, that's instantly where I was going to. Yeah, I think we shared a look when he said that. I was, you know, it was like this whole thing of um, his wife saying that, you know, the mechanic saying that, you know, you're going to share a birthday basically with Jesus and yeah. everything like that. Which I was like... And that was also funny because DeVoe actually added, he was, he, he said, like, well, actually, he wasn't born to the spring. Of course, yeah. him being the smartest man alive or whatever. And, you know, the first thing I thought, was like, okay, so this must be, because I saw the preview for the, this episode, and it was just like, okay, so he's going to still bury to try to take his body. Yeah. So this is, this is planning that emotion. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go that way at all. It didn't, it did not go But, that yeah, way. either way, when they said that, that's definitely what I thought was about to happen. Same. So we jump from that to... Caitlyn 
sitting at Jitters drinking her Killer Frost espresso, which, what a slap in the face. Like, you finally get a drink name after you. And it's your, <laughs> and it's your alter ego. It's your alter ego. I'd feel some type I want to taste the Killer Frost drink. I, do I don't too. even drink coffee, and I want to try it. I bet it has it. mint in it. I, I don't That's know. That's random. It's like a, cause mint, <laughs> because mint is like cool feeling, you know, like it has okay. a cool aftertaste. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think was in the Killer Frost uh, espresso. <laughs> so we see Caitlyn, you know, upset, and Wells comes in and says, like, nobody can be Caitlyn Snow. Like, yeah, Killer Frost is cool, but you're you. And as they're having this heart to the heart moment, who basically busts through the doors? Amunet. This girl, as funny as she is, she is one of our funnier villains that we have. She's just a pain in the butt. Yeah, I mean, and and this is what I was saying, I think, when she first premiered um, on the show where, you know, and people in the chat at that time were te- was telling me that, you know, she has more extensive powers. Because I was like, okay, is her powers just this idea of, you know, taking rocks and, like, throwing them at people and stuff? I'm like, okay. <laughs> like a third grader. <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, kind of like Magneto, but not even as intense. Developed, yeah. So when she did this, I'm like, okay, I guess she just wants Killer Frost again. And then she she takes her and like just when you know she's about to take her, she makes her stay as Caitlyn because she has some that crystal thing that makes it so Killer Frost can't come about. Yeah, but it was kind of like yeah, she pops up and it's like okay, I don't know, I'm still I'm still out, uh, I'm still the jury's still out for me on how much I think she's funny. I think the actress does a great job mm-hmm. because I loved her in um, you know Battlestar Galactica when she was on yeah. it as as you know Starbuck. But I'm I'm just kind of wondering, you know, like I don't know. Like, is there more to you? Because we haven't yeah. seen it, and right now it's just a bunch of witty lines and rock throwing. Yeah, although, you know, and you'll get to, of course, like, we get to kind of that heart-to-heart. Everyone was having heart-to-hearts. Yeah. And the, the most, like, random <laughs> pairings <laughs> were having hearts-to-hearts this Yeah, we shared <laughs> multiple, episode. like, what is going like, on Like, why here? are what? they having this conversation? <laughs> but, yeah, that was happening. But even then, even with the backstory we'll talk about, it's still kind of like, okay, you know, and I don't, yeah. Yeah, you'll talk about it. Because it's just like her whole thing about selling metahumans. Like, that's a thing now. I don't know. I'm getting kind of... That kind of skewed me out a little bit. Yeah. So she slaps the bracelet on Caitlyn so she can't turn into Killer Frost. And without skipping a beat, we go to Iris and Barry. And they get attacked by the Thinker. And the Thinker just takes Barry. Like, just pieces out. Barry, you know, it's very clear that it's planned. Because even when Barry moves Iris away and comes back... Like, the thinker knows his next move, which is really hard when you're the fastest, like, man alive. Like, your whole up game is the fact that you're so fast that people can't see you're coming. Yeah. Um, So, Barry, you know, the thinker takes Barry. We get, we flash back to Star Labs, and we see them trying to figure out how to get both Barry and Caitlyn back. Yeah, because Iris makes the call. You know, and once again, this, and and this was, I mean, they touched on a lot of topics in this episode. (laughs) And one of them was uh, Iris being um, the leaders. You know, she's one of the leaders of Team Flash. And I know there's still that ongoing debate and the question of, you know, why doesn't she go back to journalism? What, you know, what is her real role? But I think she's got an agency this um, some uh, season so far and what we're seeing with this one in particular she comes in and she basically makes the call to look for both Caitlyn and Barry which yeah. you know which, is questionable because of yeah but makes sense because you know trying not to like prioritize one above the other um, so she has Cisco try to vibe Barry and that clearly that poor Cisco <laughs> just 
Last week, he gets hit in the head with some wood. This week, he vibes himself, like, up into a wall. Yeah. Like, just... I'm just glad he didn't get unconscious again. I was really yeah. afraid when that happened. I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to knock Cisco out for, you know, most of this episode as yeah. well? I don't know what it's been about, because they've been having him go out of commission, you yeah. know? So. I think uh, maybe he should consider putting a helmet in the Vibe, like, uniform. That's just my recommendation. Maybe a little head protection. Yeah. Keep that <laughs> keep that brain. Let's hope so, Drew. Um, I don't consider him to be an ignorant person, so maybe he'll learn from his mistakes. Fingers, <laughs> I was going to say, fingers crossed. He is pretty smart, right? He did put so many things in Barry's suit. I'm just saying, Cisco. <laughs> Yeah, he can't. He can't count on all that hair to protect his head. Anymore. <laughs> that lush is locked. No, he cannot. That he's so, um, Barry wakes up in the lair. Yeah, and we just see him kind of, you know, looking around and yeah, trying to figure out how to get out. Trying to figure out how to get out. Nothing too crazy. Um, he has a little moment with the mechanic. Correct. Yeah, it was, well, you know, DeVoe comes in and it's kind of like, you're not getting out of here. And it's yeah. this question of, um, and that was, and like, this whole episode was very tense. Because yeah. right after the, you know, the two sweet things that we saw happen at the tree and then with West Allen, everything just got really tense for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And it kind of became, you know, one of these things where we're like wondering when they first told us this was going to be a lighter season, I started to think liars. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what this mid-season finale is. right? And so DeBoe comes in and he's basically saying, I'm going to teach you something oh, this time. Okay, right. And, you know, and Barry is saying, like, okay, what? Like, And Barry runs down everything he knows so far. Because, you know, this is the thing, too. Barry's smart. Yeah. Barry is a very intelligent. He's very smart. You know, he's not like, you know, just the brawn of the team. You know, he's very smart himself. But then DeBoe says, you know, the thing you're going to learn is there's no happy endings. Yeah. And then Joe basically shows up. And I think I got scared for a second there because I'm like, oh my gosh, is he going to do something to Joe? Yeah. So um, we see that and then we pan back over to where Caitlin is with, um, and we see that Aminette leads her to like this unconscious body. So already I'm like, oh Lord, like what, what is she about to have her do? Because with Aminette, you just never know. And it is Dominic, which we later learn his name, um, and he has a piece of Aminette's, like, rock glove mm-hmm. in his head. And basically, Aminette tells Caitlin, like, you need to get this out. And if you, he dies on the table, like, you die too. Which, you know, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah. For a doctor. And, you know, once again, it highlighted that story again of the idea that she said. And someone in the chat did, um, I, I've missed the name, but they did say, you know, she's that was introduced when she first started, that she sells metahumans. And I don't know. I felt like... At first, it wasn't totally, like, drawn out that she was selling metahumans. Yeah. It was more like, I'm using their powers for a specific thing. Yeah. Like, the tear jerker guy. It was like, like she was making she was ta- You know, drug. she was holding him hostage and using his tears as a drug. But now, in this case, it seems as though, you know, she's actually selling these people to the highest bidder. And I'm like, whoa, we got some metahuman slavery stuff going on yeah. underground all of a sudden. Which is not, you know, happy-go-lucky. <laughs> yeah. Be, you know, so. So we find out he has telepathic tendencies um, where he can read people's yeah. minds and that he was, in fact, on the bus. Um, and I think it's interesting because the character um, in, the, in the comics also has the ability to not just do the telepathic joint, but to also absorb yeah. all of the... Um, all of the intel, like all the knowledge of the person that he's, you know, talking to. Yeah. Which remember that because we'll get to, to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we pan back to Joe being Papa Bear. Yeah. Where's my son? Oh, that was intense. That whole him and Harris Harrison yeah. coming through. That was like those my boys. Harrison's right there. like my finger's still on the trigger. This thing does not have a safety. Yeah. Like, let's go. What's up? And even and even Harrison and Devoe had a moment because Harrison was like, you know, you're not as smart as you think. And Devoe's like, I am. Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> he said, "I am." Yes, you know? I am. And it was, and you know, that's one of these things with these characters too. Because the thing about Team Flash, unlike I feel, I'm not gonna say unlike other teams in the Arrow in the Arrowverse or DC TV, is that all of them are like super smart people. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a team of super smart. Everyone is super smart, including you know. I mean, in other shows, people are smart too, but in this show in particular, they geek out a lot on everything. Yeah. That's not just particular to. Um, battling, you know, metahumans, yeah. but being smart. And here you have Harrison Wells. Of all people. And DeBose like I am. And I, it's like, whoa. I kind of felt some type of way. I'm like, Harrison's like one of the smartest people. And, and even DeBose like, no, I'm smarter than you too. Yeah, it was the amount of confidence and even interrupting him before he could finish the sentence, like that he knew that Harrison was going to say that. I it just like, makes me uneasy. In a good way, like, oh, this is great storytelling, but it's so, you're so uneasy watching yeah. these scenes. They did a very good job of making this villain very unlikable yeah like yeah he has an interesting backstory but his cockiness and his amount of like i know this there's no way you can beat me like it just makes you want to slap him around a little bit well the one thing that grounds him and i think they and i think they do it on purpose is uh you know the thing with his wife the mechanic Mm -hmm. like they did the same thing they had that west allen scene earlier and then right after that west allen scene ended they had a little scene with him and his wife and, like, you know, him not being able to kiss her and his motor skills and stuff. Right. And that's the one thing that they're using to humanize him. But, like you're saying, like, it's still this idea of, no, everything else about you is crap. Like, yeah. you're evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, diabolical. Yeah, you and your wife are, like, evil Bonnie and Clyde goals, but you still suck pretty bad. So, um, so he invites Joe and Harry to search the house. He's like, I... Yeah. By all means. And they search the house and they come up with nothing. And um, we go back to Star Labs and we see everyone's really frustrated. You know, Barry's missing, Caitlin's missing, two vital, you know, parts of Team Flash. And we see an interesting little showdown between Cisco and yeah. Ralph, which it's always interesting when Cisco, because Cisco's such a lighthearted character that it's really interesting to see when he gets mad because I think that's when you know, like, things are like. Yeah. And, and and that was interesting because here they were in the lab. And once again, I, we go back to Iris's earlier decision where she wanted them to look for both of them. And it was overpowering the um, satellite, overpowering the machines. Yeah. And so there's this idea of them getting frustrated. And Cisco, you know, it's like he, you know, ultimately blames Ralph. Who, you know, to Cisco's defense, Ralph was being pretty annoying up yeah. to that point because he kept cracking jokes. And it was like, you haven't been around that long to understand the depth of how it feels for all of them to constantly be losing each other mm-hmm. on a regular. So at one point I was like, okay, yes, thank you, Cisco, for telling him to shut up. But at the same time, he tried to blame him for Caitlyn getting, you know, taken. Yeah, I was like, is, no, that wasn't his fault exactly. That was, yeah, there's, that's a domino effect. It's yeah. not necessarily, like, yes, we can see how it does, you know, kind of go in that direction, but let's be real, the thinker would have figured out another way. Yeah. Uh, Siva in the, and Siva Ram in the chat is saying, Zoom and Sabatar are always cocky, yet thinker is hated. So, I mean, 
one of the things though is it's it's not just the, the fact that he's like hated necessarily just because oh he's cocky it's like what drew's been saying it's this idea of like it's deeper it's like so much deeper than what the previous villains yeah. have been yeah know? because the previous villains have just been strictly out of a place of hate and you know power and and it seems like devoe's intentions originally were good but it's almost like his cockiness got the best of him like it's like this growing ego is like his biggest downfall makes him this villain um so we see you know them them get separated and iris is trying to figure out what to do and harry's really the one that leads her to be like you know what to do you're the leader yeah. Once again, one of those heart to hearts with random people. Right, I right. dug this one though. I was like, wow, this is really, I don't know. Have Harrison and Iris ever had like a heart to heart before? I don't think like so. Like a moment where they're just talking about each, like their thing. Not, I don't think this Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. No, other hair. Hair. Yeah. yeah. Like HR. I'm pretty HR. Sure they yeah. had a moment. Yeah. They did. Um, but, but Harrison, that, I like that. I liked it too. I was like, I want to see more Iris Harrison dynamic because I think they're both kind of like, not overly emotional. They're very like yeah. you know. Let's do this, this, and this. I'd be it'd be nice to get Tom and Candace to get more scenes yeah. together. That kind of put that in y'all. Like yeah. that was it was it was intense and it was quick, but it was like Iris was like I don't know, and he was like you know what you have to do. Yeah, and I was like whoa okay. <laughs> so um, they realize that they can only look for one. Yeah, you got Iris on. realizes that. Yeah, from Harrison. Yeah, you can only look for one. Got all the effort into one. Um, which is hard, you know, it's your homegirl and your man. That's like... I honestly, I thought she was going to pick uh, Barry. I'm sorry, I probably would have picked Barry. I <laughs> I low-key thought she was going to pick Barry, but then, like, I have to give Iris more credit than I do sometimes. I don't think she would... I think she is aware of who's more stable in that situation, yeah. which we see, you know, she did realize that. Um, so then we see Dom and Caitlin try escaping, and they kind of use Dom's we get to see Dom's powers in action. Yeah. Fortunately. Um, which were really cool. Yeah, which were when really we cool. we thought we were rooting for him. But that <laughs> does not work. And we get to see another really weird pep, like pep, pep talk. Yeah. The weirdest pep talk. That was just, <laughs> I don't know if, I mean, it was interesting because, okay, like, Caitlin and Amunet are talking and then it just it went a totally different way the conversation than I thought it was going to yeah, go. Which I love that she said, "I'm nice to you," and Caitlin was like, "Um, I don't." Like you know. kidnapped me. She's like, "I don't stab you. <laughs> I haven't thrown anything at you." And she's like, "Um, this time around, you haven't." It's like, like those are nice for me. Chill, chill, chill. And she ends up doing kind of we can't we hear Amunet's backstory a bit, yeah. which was cool. And it was kind of like I was a stewardess. I couldn't stop the pilots, you know, from you know their touchy filly hands, and you know here I am now. I have power. And it's like, but you, Caitlin, you've always, you know, your yeah. powers didn't change you. You're, you've always been exceptional. You've always been great. I'm like, wow, where is that coming from? And what a weird, like, di- I don't know. Because that was such a, that really was such an epic moment for Caitlin to, you know, have literally your arch nemesis be like, I, you're here because I need you, yeah. not Killer Frost. Like, I could have gotten your counterpart, but like, you're the reason I took an interest in you. And for that to be, like, her completely human, like, all of her abilities are completely, like, normal, that's, like, I don't know, I I feel like that was a confidence. No, it was a great scene. I mean, there were a lot of great mini scenes between characters that 
once again, like we were saying, you we didn't expect for them to be having those kind of talks. And it actually really worked. Yeah. And it just shows the building they've done of the, the flashbursts of these characters being able to kind of intertwine with mm-hmm. each other in such an interchangeable way, which was showed. Yeah. So, so we pan back to Star Lab. Sorry, we're hopping around so much. Um, and we see that Iris decides to find Caitlyn, um, which makes sense, you know. No, it totally made sense. I like I said, I I, I feel like in my place, I prop, I would, yeah. you know, it was just like that idea of who, you know, who do you love more. But it also made sense what she was saying that Caitlyn's the more vulnerable one. Yeah, Barry can take care of himself. But kudos to Iris, like you just got married and you're like choosing your friend over your till death do us part, your husband. Yeah. Um, so we pan back to Caitlyn doing this operation, and we see the Dominant goes into shock, everyone's freaking out, and then we see people just dropping, like, flies, yeah. and come to find out, Caitlyn has, like, drugged everybody, basically, she's released some sort of, um, you know, like, anesthesia or whatever yeah. into the air, and everyone drops, which is Caitlyn proving that, you know, she is the more valuable part of the Caitlyn Killer Frost. Yeah duo because i don't think killer frost would have ever thought i think killer frost would just no. throwing snowballs i mean in a way you can say that amunet's pep talk worked against amunet yeah because it was actually caitlin realizing i can figure out how to escape yeah not help you but how to escape absolutely so we see them try to get away um and then once again we see dominic's powers help them out and they duck because amunet is right on their tail and out of nowhere comes ralph and cisco yeah. with their powers and I actually think one of my favorite, like, quotes or insults... <laughs> the Cisco one, from right? the season, He said, are you... He said, white girl dreads from the 90s. Yeah, he was like, are you a time, dr- uh, time, time traveler? Because those white girl dreads are from the 90s. Which and it's like, killed me because then it was followed up by Ross saying, as they're leaving, he's like, you know, yeah, like, but if you want, like, Netflix and chill. <laughs> There's so many pop culture references in The Flash, and I always dig it, and they never fell each episode, and this one was no exception yeah. with <laughs> the 90s and the, the dread talk. That was pretty funny. Just absolutely ridiculous. So then we um, we go back to the lair and we see, we don't see Barry. You know, we see DeVoe, but we don't see Barry. Um, and then we realize that Barry has tricked, or so he thinks he has, um, DeVoe because he just starts um, vibrating so hard that, like, he disappears. Um, but obviously DeVoe knows. You know, yeah. DeVoe knows everything. He's the thinker. Um, and DeVoe, like, Last week, or two weeks ago, DeVoe was just verbally dragging Barry. This week... He was literally He literally <laughs> was dragging Barry all through um, the city. And I kind of love the Flash's CGI because, like... Yeah. It works. It works, but it's still, like, low-key comical. Yeah. Like, the, the Barry getting dragged around the city, that little, like, CGI thing, which is hilarious to me because it looked like a ragdoll. I mean, it looked like Barry, but... Yeah. Just how limp it was. Yeah. <laughs> so it was amusing um and so we see them like go all through the city um cisco's um suit came through um the yeah the flotation device actually worked the times where we actually wondered uh what's the point of a flotation device and it totally worked for him this time yeah and devoe went off somewhere you know and so you think for a brief moment that maybe they're you don't really think that though because we know like we know how the thinker is with any other villain, though, you would have thought for a brief moment, we're going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to have a nice Christmas. But this is, the, <laughs> this is the thinker. It's new levels. 
we can't have nice things in the West Allen household. Yeah. So, um, we go, we pan over to Christmas and we see Iris questioning herself and her leadership. Yeah. Because, um, you know, luckily Barry made it back, but she was so scared. Like, what if? Yeah. I made the wrong choice. And Barry actually, I really like that Barry was the one to encourage her again because in the beginning of the season we saw, like, kind of a power struggle. Yeah, him kind of calling the shots and her and them having to do couples therapy. Yeah. And so it was so nice to see there that, like, he's just, like, encouraging her and he's like, no, you're like, you, you're the leader. Like, you know what to do. You trusted it. You were right. Yeah. Like, we're all here. We're good. And I think that solidified... I mean, I know, like, once again, there's always that debate. Oh, my gosh, can't, you know, Iris go do um, journalism and things like that. But I think this this moment solidified, once again, that this is her role. And, you know, I mean, there's a thing about agency, you know, having agency. But this is her role. Her role is one of the leaders, if not the main leader, um, aside from Barry, of Team Flash. That's where she's at right now. And I think, you know, we we have to see her in that role and not think of it as, like, second place to her being, like, a big-time journalist. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, if anything else, this is a different play on the comics, but this is... I think it's it, I think it's a good spot for her to be in and gives her a chance to be always in the mix of what's going on with, with, with Barry and the Flash. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, Joe apologizes and like you know in the midst of everything with Cecile being out of town I didn't decorate (laughs) I didn't decorate you guys still want to do Christmas obviously it's Christmas and we get to uh Joe's house and it is something very Christmassy I saw some flamingos in there I know I think Ralph just threw everything up in there and he he had the Santa Claus suit on just went to party city and just grabbed everything (laughs) um but Ralph saves Christmas and it's super cute we even see um, that Cisco's present from Gypsy finally comes, and he's freaking out. He thought it was a breakup box. I did, too. I was like, what? Like, we're going to do this? I, like- was so, I was like, no. <laughs> and then Harrison's like, it's not a breakup box. You should go no, somewhere no, else. No, 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 and and he, of course, Cisco doesn't listen, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a Snapchat box. It's a sexy <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> it's a sexy box. <laughs> In the sense of, you know, you see it, no one else is supposed to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to, supposed to disappear after seeing it. And I cannot believe Cisco actually asked Joe, like, Joe, can I uh, go? And Joe's like, Joe's you like, go to your house. You better that. take that home it was and that was a cute dynamic and i think even i we were saying we looked at each other we're like oh this is so great this is not the end of this nope. episode <laughs> not, there's no way this, this is, is the end of this episode this is gonna end <laughs> something bad's about and to it happen. totally does yes it does and so uh barry sees that someone there's a alarm a delivery, going off yeah. at the loft so he you know is a flash he just runs over there real quick mm-hmm. and um he gets a phone call and it is Dom, a.k.a. DeVoe. Yeah. And we see how this all played out. And we have just been played. We, yeah, we have basically been, I mean, the flashback to, like, how Dom ended up getting taken. And, and it also made me wonder, was Amunet in on it the whole time? Because how did she know, like, well, I guess, I guess, I guess I'm confused because, with the timeline of it a mm-hmm. little bit. Because did Amunet, like, pay and they took him and then she saw him again and took him again or something maybe yeah. that's what happened I think it looked like it was when he was buying the wine to go to the christmas party because he handed joe the wine when he walked in mm-hmm. um so i think it was like literally on his way over to the house because um i believe caitlin even mentioned like oh he like dom's on his way over or something yeah. like that um 
So we see that literally DeVoe puts his essence into Dom, and I think it's because of the brainstorm, which they don't really show that much in this episode, but like I said earlier in the comic books, brainstorm also has the capability to absorb the knowledge of whoever he chooses. So I think he was kind of the perfect, like, um, body for it because he's able to retain all that knowledge that the thinker has. And so we see, you know, DeVoe become Dom, a.k.a. become DeVoe, which, shout out to the mechanic for getting a hotter husband. Yeah, she got, you know, nice trade in. (laughs) Yeah, she was acting real like, oh, no, I don't know. And I was like, girl, do you see And then he came out like... You see those green eyes, girl. <laughs> Whatever. No, and that was, it was just, it was such a great moment. I mean, it was such a, as a lover of, you know, The Flash and everyone wanting to have them happy, it was like, really, this is our mid-season? Like, their their wedding got interrupted by Nazis, and we didn't even get to see a honeymoon, and we know in the deleted scene that they got interrupted on their honeymoon, too. Wow. And it was just like, and now this? Like, yeah. wow, wow. And we actually <laughs> see her put um, the wedding ring back on his finger, which I noticed earlier when they were talking at the very beginning of the episode, the ring was on the table. Yeah. And I was, and I just thought then, oh, that's going to, like, Barry's going to be the, you know, the body. But no, they had different plans for Barry. Yeah, it just kind of just, yeah, the whole, and yeah. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm like, you know, because all this time, I think we all thought that they were going, that DeVoe wanted Barry's body because his body was accelerating too fast for being human and they needed Barry's body because Barry can heal. And that's what we all thought. And then that's not what happens. He takes another person's body. But I'm just, I'm kind of, I don't think this is the end of the plan. Maybe the end game is to still get Barry's body. But now it's like, now let's start the enlightenment, whatever that is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, which I, I also think Barry's body is might be a play, and I'll talk about that later when you bring up news and gossip, because I think it plays into that. Um, but yeah, so we see Barry kind of, like, walking around his apartment, you know, and he, he looks at the knife um, set from earlier, and he sees a blood trail. First thing I thought was, don't touch the knife, I know. leave. Leave <laughs> it like, alone. Leave, just leave. Don't. Go get Iris, get yourself an alibi. <laughs> You know, like, like, don't go further into the apartment. It's like, oh, okay, I need a witness right now. Why am I here? Yeah. You know, and th- and this is the moment where I was like, I'm kind of wondering, like, is there footage or something? Maybe some type of, I mean, he has, there has to be a way to prove that he wasn't there. He couldn't have done it. Where was DeVoe's wheelchair? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, like I said, it just totally threw me off. I'm like, okay, so Barry's going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and he's being framed for DeVoe's, you know, um, murder. And I think, you know, and someone, I saw this online. Someone was saying that they had been hinting at Barry going to jail since the beginning of this season, actually. I, like, when he was talking all the craziness and the thing, um, he says one thing, like, I didn't do it, Your Honor, I swear. Like, that was one thing. Yeah. And then when he's running, I think we see clips and he's, like, in a jail or something and mm. he's on the phone or whatever. So someone was, someone, you know, the fandom is always Stan doing that Twitter detective is work. always on it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they've been hinting at this for a long time. Yeah. And for since the beginning of the it season. It explains why DeVoe had created Barry to look so obsessed with him. 
because this whole time it's leading up to yeah, this frame. Exactly. The, the yeah, the obsession with it. So it totally plays in like, oh, you were obsessed. And you know, I was just like, wow, they really laid that like this was a total chess game. Yeah. Even the I mean, not just with Devoe, but the flash riders. They played a total chess game with the viewership and kind of play, and kind of giving us clues, kind of telling us where it was going, and then not showing their hand to the midseason finale. So kudos to them because I was completely yeah. flabbergasted. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting this at all. Yeah, yeah. I thought Dom was going to be, you know, Ralph was like, you know, you've got a new guy already. You're giving him a name, Cisco, of Brainstorm. I'm like, oh, we got a new guy. Maybe this might be Caitlyn's new love interest. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's not going to be Ralph. I will not allow No, it. I don't think it's going to be Ralph. I will not allow that. Um, So we see, yeah, we see DeVoe, new and improved DeVoe, <laughs> casually tell everyone goodnight and walks out to Marley's and they kind of just drive off. And that is our mid-season finale. <laughs> it was just, I mean, it's one of those things where, once again, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a happy Christmassy, you know, it might be some danger and be like, we're Team Flash, and we mm-hmm. got like, okay, and then maybe the second half is going to be way more intense. But I like that they did this, you know, once again, it's like, I love that they did this as, as someone who loves good storytelling. I was like, this is awesome. But as someone who just wants my characters to be happy, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why can't they have a moment? You know, but shout out to, um, you know, West Allen going to uh, Bali. Yeah. <laughs> for you, their honeymoon I before it went crap. You guys um, had a lovely time because the times ahead of you are not so lovely. Yeah. Um. So you have some news and gossip. Yes. News and gossip for The Flash. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so uh, the first bit of news and gossip is, as many of you have probably already heard, that The Flash and Supergirl executive producer Andrew Kresberg um, has been fired over sexual harassment allegations. You know, we reported here um, some weeks ago, it was just like three weeks ago, that he was suspended. But now, basically, less than three weeks after um, his suspension, he has been um, basically let go from um, Warner Brothers TV group um, following an investigation of the accusations. And um, Todd Helbing was the co-showrunner, as we all knew. So he most likely will be stepping into more of a a leadership role. Um, But yeah, Kresberg is gone. Which I want to say shout out to CW um, for seeing the problem, you know, handling it. And like for really the Flash and Supergirl teams coming together and like... Including the actors who spoke out. Yeah, because obviously this has been a serious issue and... um, for forever, but it's especially coming to light right now. And, um, you know, there's a lot of little girls and little boys who watch the show, and they need to know that that kind of behavior isn't okay, and it's good to see that the CW is, you know, backing that up. So kudos. I mean, it's going to be a shift for sure because, you know, what he was doing on the show, but it needed, I mean, considering if they did the investigation, so. Yeah. Okay, so on to something not as negative. Um, <laughs> the Flash, like we saw the introduction today of Kendrick Sampson, that was who was playing Brainstorm. Um, has been cast as Brainstorm. We know that. That was casting news. Um, Brainstorm, for people who want to, who might not know, originally appeared in the 1964's Justice League of America, number 32 by Gardner Fox and Mike Sawalski. Um, basically, uh, he usually is a villain, as we saw, which they kind of played it differently this time because yeah. he's, he's not really the villain. It's the vote that took him over that's the villain. But um, it's usually, and he's also made an appearance in, in the Mr. Terrific 
comic book franchise mm. as well. Um, Samson has signed on for a multi-episode arc as Dominic Lance, aka Brainstorm. So actually, we don't know how many episodes. Yeah. Um, I thought it was four, but I guess there may be more. And if that that rhymes, but we also will see. Clearly, he might be here till the end of the season. Well, if the rumor is true that he is only here for four, um, I'm so confused. If he is only here for four, maybe the Barry theory could still possibly be a thing. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, you know, for maybe... We'll this, see how long he stays around. Yeah, maybe see this how body... how long he can have his body. Yeah, maybe this body doesn't hold up. But it's a nice addition. Dominic is, you know, we've seen... You've seen him on um, Vampire Diaries and a few other shows. How to Get Away with Murder, yeah. White Famous. Yeah, he's on a lot of things. Yeah, so um, uh, that he's a great addition. And we saw his... You know, premiere today. It was awesome. Yeah, story. he switched it really great from being the good guy to being the bow. Yeah. It was a great switch. I did not see it coming. Um, also, WWE wrestler Goldberg is oh. headed to the Flash. What? Yes, I was wondering why he was on the telephone. <laughs> yes, this mean dude right here, this big guy. Um, Goldberg will be jackhammering his way into the Flash. The wrestler announced on Twitter. Um, it's unclear who he'll be playing, but it looks like he'll be around for two episodes. Dope. He'll be the second WWE wrestler to appear on the series. WWE Hall of Famer Edge also stopped by the Flash back in season two. For those of you who might remember, as the supervillain Adam Smasher. And lastly, um, we know that the Love, Simon trailer is now out. And this is a movie starring, and we didn't even mention that poor Wally was missing from this episode. In Cambodia. In Cambodia. Which I looked to see if there's any reference, and I just couldn't <laughs> find anything. Like, what is he doing in Cambodia? Um, yeah, Keenan um, Lonsdale, Wally, um, is, uh, is in this movie playing the character of Bram. Um, yeah, so the trailer um, here. And um, basically, Love, Simon is an American comedy drama directed by Greg Berlanti and based on the novel. And Berlanti, who's also involved with The Flash, mm-hmm. so it's all connected, right? Um, and uh, yeah, it's a coming-of-age story. Um, it's based off of the novel Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Um, and the film stars Nick Robinson and also Keenan. Um, is in there as well. And basically, he uh, Nick Robinson plays a 17-year-old closeted gay high school student forced to balance his life, his family, his email pen pal Blue, and the boy threatening to reveal his true sexuality to the whole school. Um, the film is scheduled to be released on March 16th, 2018. So, Which, I read the book, and it's so good, and I'm so excited for this. And any interview that Keenan's had about it, he's been super passionate and excited about it. So. Yeah. You know, we're bummed he's not in The Flash, but he clearly is spending his time doing cool things. Yeah. So we're super excited. This is his second movie, actually. Yeah. Because his other one was the scary movie. Yeah. Which is really good. You guys should see that if you can. Yeah, so that's news and gossip. Yeah. (laughs) We have to wait so long. Like, over a month. So what's going to happen? What do you... Predictions. Let's do this. Let's Um, do some predictions. So what we see from the trailer <laughs> is just things are not good. <laughs> things not are good. good stuff, guys. Things are bad. That's what's gonna happen. Really crappy stuff. <laughs> we see not storyline wise, just we see to the characters. Cecilia, you know, doing her lawyer thing. So yeah, that would be interesting. And we even see her suggest that Barry, like, you just got to tell people you're the Flash. It'll make sense. Um. So I am. I'm hoping he doesn't 
you know, reveal that he's the Flash. I feel like that would completely change the dynamic of the show. Yeah, I don't want him to pull a Tony Stark for yeah. all you Marvel. <laughs> so I don't want him to tell no. everyone he's Iron Man versus, you know. Um, no Tony Starks. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, and like we saw in this episode, um, when the cops are about to come in, he could have easily ran, right? Yeah. He looks at him in um, Iris's picture and he's like, don't run. You know, and we see in that preview, he's like, if I tell everyone on Flash, we'll be running for the rest of our lives. And I think that's, to me, my prediction is he's very much going to try to claim his innocence as Barry. Because to try to be the Flash, um, once again, it's like melding of this world. I'm like, how do you explain that? And then Iris would forever, you know, have to be question, you know, be in danger as well if people are always trying to go after her to get to the Flash knowing outright. So I don't yeah. see that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, You know what I think? This might be off the wall, and I always have the off the wall predictions, I feel. Um, <laughs> I feel like the Speed Force, somehow the Speed Force is going to come back into play and maybe be something that we see come up. Because, I mean, the Speed Force, DeVoe brought Barry into Speed Force. Maybe the answer to ending DeVoe is putting him in the Speed Force, like his essence in the Speed Force. I don't know. I... I, I could see that. Kind of like guess, a jail sale. Yeah, I, see, I could see that. This is the issue, though. And, like, my thing is, I don't want the Speed Force to be the solver of all problems for yeah. the show. It's like, okay, we don't know what to do. We've gotten to this point. <laughs> Throw them in a Speed Force. Speed Force, you know? And it's just yeah. like, and, it's, and it could get to that point if it's always this answer of throwing this person in the Speed Force or the Speed Force coming out and kind of being all-knowing God yeah. type thing. And so, I mean, that could definitely be it. And maybe, you know, for the sake of the characters, that'd be good. Um, I also saw online... Um, Jay, we also who who hasn't been around, who wasn't there for the crossover as well, and the actor who plays Jay, aka also who plays Barry's father, um, said on Twitter when someone asked him why weren't you around, he was like, maybe there's a reason for that, you know. Um, so I feel like maybe Jay may play um, some type of uh, part in this somehow. I would love that. Yeah, that would be awesome to incorporate because we haven't seen him, so yeah. it'd be great to like have him play some type of role. And also, you know, we saw who could be potentially Dawn Allen. Yeah. And um, I thought she was going to pop up again for the mid-season, and she didn't, because I saw online someone mentioning that maybe she might. So it's like, okay, maybe she may come in and help her parents yeah. out, or her grandparents, whoever they end up being, who yeah. she ends up being. But I think she's going to come back into play, too. I hope so. If she is one of the twins, I hope we see see the other, see yeah. the boy. But what do you think? You had said something. You were going to talk about Dominic, like how long he was going to stay around. Oh, yeah. I was just, because... Um, because we saw Kendrick Sampson that said, you know, he's only going to be around for like four episodes. I think maybe, you know, his body can't handle DeVoe like DeVoe yeah. thought he could. Or like at least could only handle it for a certain amount of time. DeVoe knows that and needs to prep Barry. Or maybe in that, since you said that, you know, um, he's coming back, maybe another Speedsters. Because I don't necessarily think it just has to be Barry. No, exactly. So that's the thing, too. Like, I mean... He is the Barry's the fastest man alive, so maybe that's why Debo might want his body. Yeah. But there's other speedsters, so on this earth, though, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what. I still don't know what Debo yeah. wants. I, I mean, <laughs> I thought we'd have an idea, and is we still don't know what. I can't predict it, and that's it's exciting, but I don't know what this guy wants. I think this is the first season. I can honestly say I have no idea what's going to happen, where things are yeah. going. Like how it's gonna go down. I think seasons before we've been able to kind of have kind some of figure sort of, it out before it happens. But this one, 
They threw me off. I have no Which idea. is really exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited and I hope you guys are excited and I hope you guys keep the excitement until January, which is when we'll be back. January sixteenth. Oh goodness gracious, over a month. Um my name is Drew Jones. You can follow me on all the things at okay Drew J. Chauncey. Yeah, and this is Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey K R and you can also check check me out every Sunday on Horror TV News Weekly. We hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas, happy Hanukkah, safe holidays, and we'll see you guys next year. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.